right. Well, hello and welcome, and welcome and hello. Today is Thursday, woo, which means that it is vlogged. And yeah, you know what? It's another daytime vlog. This happens all the time. This happens all the time, and I'm bored of talking about it. But we're shooting a vlog in the daytime. We are going to have a beer segment this week, however, and I shot it in the past, which when I was shooting it, it was kind of like, ooh, it was blowing my mind. I was like, what? Time travel stuff? I don't know. That always trips me out. Anyway, I do have an action packed, and I mean, you guys... <laughs> The, the, this is going to be like the freaking Michael Bay of vlogs. It's actually not going to be that exciting. But I do have some news to start off this program, some news and advocacy stuff. We're going to talk about what I've been vaping. Of course, we're going to have some beer shout-outs, a whole mess of first impressions. Um, I do not, again, shit, retro vaping. You know what? No. Forget it. I'm going to do a retro vaping. I don't have anything prepared, but in between segments, I'm going to dig something out and we are going to retro vape it. Do have a retro vaping segment prepared. Don't have a review for things that never got reviewed uh, prepared. That is, I do not have that prepared. And uh, we're going to wrap it all up with some of my favorite, favorite comments of the week. So let me get out, let me get out my vlog notes here. The first thing it says on my vlog notes is my schedule. So the end of no, the end of October, beginning of November, is going to be a little bit uh, weird for videos. Again, this isn't stuff that is crucial to your day-to-day -day life, but I like to give people a heads up just so they, they know what to expect. So today is Thursday, October 27th. It's vlog day. Welcome. Welcome to the vlog. Have I said that already? Welcome. So next week on Tuesday, October 1st, I will have a Tuesday Bro Tuesday video, but... That Thursday, that Thursday, November 3rd, I will not, not have a vlog. I know, I know, it's a huge bummer. I will be gone. I will be in Richmond, Virginia for the very last VaporCon East event. I am so excited. I am overjoyed to get out there, to see people I haven't seen in a really long time, to hang out, to vape. It's going to be a really good time. I'm going to be gone. I am going to be shooting uh, you know, some video while I'm there of the last VaporCon East event. And when I get back into town on that Sunday, there will not be a Tuesday Bro Tuesday video. So no Tuesday Bro Tuesday video on the 8th, but then that Thursday, the 10th, November 10th, yes, there will be the travel vlog, the vlog that I shot while I'm traveling. That's usually how things work out like this. I'm gonna be back that week, and then I'm gonna be gone again at the end of November, but I don't have all the details on that. I'm basically, we're gonna bro trip. I'm going to fly to Vegas, and me and Dwayne are going to bro trip down to Arizona for the Vapor Dynasty Expo event. Um, should be cool. Not sure what to expect. It, the, the event venue for Vapor Dynasty Expo looks a little bit weird. It looks like it's in like a strip mall or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I honestly don't know what to expect, but we're going to make that happen. We're going to do bro trip, and uh, it's going to be a really good time. So just keep in mind that next week... Next week, there will be no vlog, but there will be a Tuesday Bro Tuesday video. The week following that, the weekend starting, the week starting November 7th, there will not be a Tuesday Bro Tuesday video, but there will be a travel vlog. Then we're going to have a week of normalcy, and then it's going to be wacky again because I'm going to Arizona to hang out with Kent and Dwayne. That's really the only reason I'm going. I mean, I'm sure the event's going to be fine, and I'm sure I'm going to talk to people and have, and have a really fun time. But the real reason that I'm going to Arizona is strictly 
to to see my BFF Dwayne again and to hang out with Kent again. So that's what's going to happen towards the end of November. And we'll get those exact dates as we get closer to that. So next thing in my vlog notes, I got to say it. I got to say it again. You're all sick of hearing it. I don't care. I got to say it again. Vote no on Proposition 56 in freaking California. Prop 56, <laughs> Prop 56 is going to be really very really very bad um prop 56 is a tobacco tax they're upping two dollars a pack on cigarettes and up to there's no official number yet but they're saying up to 67 percent tax on vapor products which means that 25 dollar bottle 60 mil bottle of uh, grim colt yig that you just bought that's going to be over 40 dollars a bottle now so of course, business in PA, for example, which I'm going to talk about PA in just one second. But in PA, for example, they passed the 40% tax. Vape shops shut down. In California, they're going to be passing a 67% tax. Vape shops are going to shut down. This is a horrible piece of legislation that if you're in California, please, if you don't vote on anything else, just please vote no on Proposition 56 in California. So speaking of PA, speaking of Pennsylvania, I posted something on Facebook recently asking for really just any information. I said I knew that there was something going on. They were re-voting and blah, 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 blah. And I said, does anyone have any information of what happened today in Pennsylvania regarding the vapor product tax? I want to include it in the week, in the vlog this week, but I can't seem to find any information on it. Dave Norris says we're virtually screwed. Time is running out with no action uh, and action unlikely to occur. occur within the available time uh pm me if you need more he's seems to be very uh very pessimistic about it there was a couple people that posted links um older ish links about stuff that we already knew about the new vape tax happening in pennsylvania um tony tony chimed in a fellow named tony chimed in and said as of right now we are waiting on the reading because it has been stalled a representative has been trying to put an amendment on it, but I don't think we managed to reverse that through numerous, but I think, pardon me, Tony, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to mess up what you said. As of right now, we're waiting on the reading because it's been stalled and a rep has been trying to put an amendment on it. I think we managed to reverse that through numerous calls and emails. So we're impatiently waiting right now while they're in recess. I have heard nothing else since then. I have heard no updates. If anybody, anybody has any updates on what happened in Pennsylvania, please leave a link in the, in the, not in the description, in the comments below, because I would like to update everybody as to what happened in Pennsylvania. Basically, they were trying to reverse this 40% Pennsylvania tax plus floor tax on vapor products. And I saw some posts on Instagram of, of phone numbers to call. Couldn't get through on any of them. I saw an, another couple posts on Instagram about uh, here's what's happening. It's happening today. People are voting. Apparently they're in recess and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And since then, I have not heard anything. So if anybody has any news, I mean, real actual current news, nothing before like October 24th. I don't need any news that happened last week. I don't need any news that happened last month. I need really, really up-to-date, good, good news. Um, so yeah, that's a thing. They're trying to repeal that tax. And I honestly, 
I have no idea. I have no idea what happened. Um, I'm also going to be linking down. I can guess. I guess I can put this bottle of juice down now. I'm also going to be linking in the description to a YouTube video from a YouTube called The Fifth Estate, which I'm not super familiar with, but a, a bunch of people, um, including Jason, the names I wrote down, Jason, Joshua, and Lindsay all sent this to me, as well as numerous other people. It's a link to a documentary that was done in Canada about vaping, and it's good. It's really good. It's not amazing. It's not it's not amazing, but it is really good. There's some really good information on it. The guy or whoever doing the documentary was very open-minded, also very skeptical. He showed off a little bit of the vape, vape culture. He talks to a heart surgeon who recently opened a vape shop as well, and the things that the heart surgeon has to say at the very beginning of this video are smart. He's a very smart guy. He has some really good statements. It goes on to talk about uh, how big tobacco is basically ruining this for everybody because big tobacco went so long being the bad guys that now that they're releasing vapor products or e-cigs that people go, oh, well, if the big tobacco's doing it, then it must be bad. Like they have had so many strikes and and their and their images so tarnished that even if they're trying to do something good, like release a good vapor product or release a vapor product, then they're instantly met with cynicism and skepticism and people don't trust big tobacco, and rightfully so. People They've been selling cigarettes for a hundred years. You know what I mean? Uh, there, you know, I was reading a statistic the other day that a quarter of all uh, cancer cases in the United States are, re are are related to smoking cigarettes. A quarter, a quarter of all cancer in the United States is related to cigarettes. It's unbelievable. So they've been doing this for a really long time. I feel like they have some trust to build back. If Here's the thing. If they're meaningful in what they do and they're meaningful in what they say and they truly do want to sell a good vapor product for tobacco harm reduction, then sure. I think that they should absolutely be allowed to do that, but they're going to be met by an angry mob and uh you know that's kind of what this what this documentary goes into as well great documentary it's about 40 minutes long which is no big deal i mean if if you sit and watch the vlog you should have no problem getting through a quick little 40 minute video Psh, amateurs so yeah i'll post a link to that down in the description i also have another link here and in my vlog notes it just says anger link this link this article made me so mad Oh, so mad. This comes from aappublications.com. And it's... It made me so mad. It made me so mad because I read things like this and I go, are these doctors or are these scientists aware of the Royal College of Physicians at all? The title of this article is Research Mounting on the Dangers of E-Cigarettes. And it's a bunch of horse shit. It's top to bottom, left to right, horse shit. And there's one quote in here that makes me insane. I mean, makes me insane. So there's a medical doctor, Karen Wilson, and she is an idiot. My favorite part of this, Dr. Wilson will review the latest research on e-cigarettes, including studies showing that nicotine delivered through e-cigs Primes adolescence for cigarette smoking later. 
What? But that's not even the best part. She goes on to say that even if the liquid does not contain nicotine, carcinogenic chemicals are created when the liquid is heated. That, that, that's... That's not that's not true. That's just simply not true. Even if the liquid does not contain nicotine, carcinogenic chemicals are created when the liquid is heated. So, PG and VG, things that we have been using in fog machines in haunted houses for fucking forever, we didn't know it, but we are pumping haunted houses full of carcinogenic chemicals. She has to know that that's not true. She has to know that that's not true, right? And even if she believes that that's true, she's a scientist. She's a scientist, man. I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna get far too angry reading this, but I'll throw a link to it down in the description if you're interested. Uh, Dr. Wilson is associate professor for the University of Colorado Denver School of Medicine and the Children's Hospital of Colorado. We're very concerned about parents using e-cigarettes because they they don't feel like their children are safe. What? How about? Okay, nope. I'm going to get too mad, so we're going to stop. We're going to stop that right there. Stop that dead in its tracks. I have another article, the last article from the libertarian republic.com. Anti-vapors say e-cigarettes drive tobacco epidemic. And I'm just going to read this whole thing because it is super quick and it actually has some pretty, uh, pretty, pretty good information in it. So proponents of the new tax on electronic cigarettes are blaming the devices for tobacco use among children and claim they are contributing to the tobacco epidemic, even though there is loads of data that show no correlation between using a vapor product and then transitioning into actual tobacco cigarettes. Proposition 56 in California will hike the state's tobacco tax from 87 cents to $2.87. The ballot would also allow the state government to begin taxing e-cigarettes for the first time, which opponents argue harms an industry helping smokers quit. Many experts warn that other states will follow suit if California is successful and worry it could devastate the vaping industry reports the san francisco chronicle yes all of that is true if the ballot initiative wins e-cigarettes and liquid nicotine and so look that's another huge pet peeve of mine it's not liquid nicotine this isn't liquid nicotine it is nicotine suspended in a solution it's not at least at least have your terminology correct. Electronic cigarettes are extending and expanding the tobacco epidemic. Stanton Glantz, professor of medicine at UCSF, told the San Francisco Chronicle, they're bringing a whole new group of kids into the tobacco market who would have never started cigarettes. Stanton Glantz, fuck you. Sorry. 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 You know, Stanton Glantz, that that is not true at all. Evidence that e-cigarette use is turning another generation of children into cigarette smokers is thin. Yeah, it is. The United Kingdom actually promotes the sale of e-cigarettes as a health-conscious alternative to smoking. Evidence suggests that e-cigarettes are at least 95% safer than traditional cigarettes because the majority of cancer-causing chemicals are inhaled through smoke. A study found that nearly all of the 2.6 million e-cigarette users in the UK are former or current smokers, many using the device to quit. This same study showed only a small portion of adults and teens 
teens who would have never smoked to become regular e-cigarette users. In North Dakota, voters will decide on Measure 4. So listen up, North Dakota. Voters will decide on Measure 4, which would increase the current tobacco tax from $0.44 to $2.20 and add a new tax onto electronic cigarettes, while other tobacco products would experience roughly a 50% increase in sales tax in the state. Proponents of high taxes argue it's necessary to dissuade people from smoking. So that's the reason why taxes, sin taxes, exist in the first place, is to dissuade people from even starting. They'll look at the price and go, oh, no way, I would never do that. But the smoking rates in California is 12%. It's the second lowest rate in the country. Additionally, the 400% tobacco tax increase proposed in North Dakota would be the state's largest single tax increase in history. In the history of the world, North Dakota is about to raise a 400% tax on tobacco and vapor products. Take, do that, do with that what you will. That is ridiculous. I'll post a link in the description down to that as well. But uh, that's going to wrap up my uh, news announcement schedule. Remember, vote no on Prop 56. But what I'm going to do right now is talk real quick about what I've been vaping. So real quick, what I've been vaping. I have a feeling this is just going to be a regular occurrence on the vlog. This is the Noisy Cricket 2-25. It's... Uh, it's been really good. I have it topped with the Rashaman RDA, which we're going to be talking about in my first impressions. I'm vaping some Yogi e-liquid. This is the uh, this is the e-liquid I tasted in Paris. That's granola bar flavored. It's uh, this is the strawberry granola bar and. I have this in parallel mode because this came out to 0.13, so I have this running in unregulated parallel mode. Great, really great vape. Really very much been enjoying that. Additionally, I've been using that Vaporized Nomads DNA 200, the one they call the Death Rattle. It's the Genesis DNA 200. Um, Lipo DNA 200 with the custom graphics on there that turn out really rad. I broke out my goon again. I was missing it. I, I, I was just missing it. I was just sitting here in my office thinking... I miss I miss vaping the goon. So I got my goon back out. I threw a fused Clapton in there. I have a color-changing DHD cap on top, and it goes from purple to pink because I feel like this mod is so, like, overtly evil-looking that I needed something on top that was... Alter the alternative to that, maybe something purple, maybe something pink. But uh, I'm vaping that RKOI from Coil Spill. Really good vape as well. Oh, clouds, bro, clouds. Additionally, I've been vaping that uh, honey badger I got from Kudzu Mods that I bought in, I always say, Houston. Dallas. I bought it in Dallas at the Dallas Vape Showcase. I have the Cyclone Mods Hadley RDA on top. I've been vaping that with Yig. Yig has... Uh, Yig's like one of my go-to juices. I just love the fuck out of it. Sorry, man, I am full of obscenities today, and I apologize. I vape a lot of that juice. To me, that is a fall juice as it's getting, I mean, Southern California, right? It's relative. But as it's getting chillier outside and the leaves are falling, Yig is like one of my go-to fall flavors. I love, love the flavor I get off this Hadley RDA. I have a single coil 0.73 ohm build in here and I can rock this DNA 75 at 36 watts. Gives me plenty of power, plenty of performance, plenty of warm vapor in my mouth and it does not give me 
weak battery warning, which I'm convinced is directly related to battery sag. So right now I have one of those good green EFES in here. I'm not getting any battery sag. I'm just getting a really good performing vape. Last two things that I've been vaping, Axis Vapes M17, stainless steel recoil on top, uh, DHD Metalhead on top. This is a vlog day from the Grim Green Signature line. Um, it's lemon cream macaroon, really dig it, super good vape. This is just, this is just one of my go-to vapes. Everybody has, you know, their, their one vape that, that they just love. For me, it's Axis Vapes and a recoil with whatever cap on top. Lately, it's been the Metalhead. Sometimes it's the Crispy Cap. Sometimes it's the Macaroon. And Vlog Day. It's just a juice that I love vaping. And additionally, I just love vaping the Vlog Day juice on Vlog Day. Oh, Nick from Daily Veep TV. What was so important that you had to text me right now in the middle of the vlog? Uh, okay, you can take the battery out of the crease. I feel like it's more for oil and stuff because they make a bunch of wax vaporizers. Okay, well, thanks for that, Nick. Anyway, super solid vape. This is a 0.2 ohm uh, dual-fused Clapton. Nope. This is a 0.2 ohm MTurk Alien in here. 85 watts, really, really nice vape. Um, additionally, my other go-to vape has been my red and black and red and black and red and black setup. Now, I had a red hex ohm with a red door, red recoil, black top. So, my red hex ohm, done. It died. I, I contacted Craving Vapor and I said, I'm just gonna send this back to you just you know, repair it and send it back. That would be fantastic. Craving Vapor has been nothing but incredibly helpful. They have a great ticket system where you can track what they're doing and when it's shipping back to you and all this stuff. But I got frustrated because the red one, I took it with me to Europe, to Paris and Belgium, and it just stopped working. And then it would work for a little bit and then it would stop working. And then it would work with the door off, but not with the door on. And I'm I'm pulling my hair out going, I just want this to work. My black Hexome 3, on the other hand, and my white Hexome 3, on the other hand, have been nothing but amazing. Nothing but amazing. The black one is the first one I got. It doesn't even have a ribbon on the inside. I got it so long ago. So I put the red Grim Army door on there, on the black, with the red recoil and the black cap, and red and black, and then a red button. I just think it looks super cool, and it's one of my go-to reliable vapes. Uh, additionally, I've been vaping um, Bro Trip from the Grim Green Signature line as well. Bro Trip and Vlog Day are my juices. You know, 90% of the time, that's what I'm vaping is Bro Trip or Vlog Day because I just simply love them. I love the vape I get from this. Easily one of my favorites. So yeah, that's what I've been vaping. I'm gonna try to keep that a little bit short. And what I wanna do right now is get over there to the beer section. God, I really hope I'm in focus. Anyway, I got my, it's night. We're shooting this uh, this beer segment in the past. We usually shoot them in the future after I record the other vlog parts, but now it's in the past before I record the other vlog parts. Weird, but I got my beer, I got my skulls happening, and we're gonna taste some freaking beer. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with Nick over there at Daily Vape TV, but uh, he texted me one night and said, you really gotta try this beer. It's called the Kaiser. It's in, what is this? This is a German beer. It's an Imperial 
Oktoberfest Lager. Imperial Oktoberfest Lager. No idea what, I don't even, I can't even begin in my head to figure out what that's going to taste like. But this is from a company called the Avery Brewing Company, and it is a higher alcohol by volume. It's 9.5%. So we, we are going to have a good night over here at the Grim Green household. Anyway, I've got a uh, traditional Belgian's tulip style glass that I'm going to be pouring this into. It does have that obnoxious foil kind of stuff happening at the top that sometimes makes it difficult to open, but at least they didn't use a freaking cork. So now that we got that open, yeah, not getting... Not getting much out of it right now. It kind of it kind of just tastes like beer. It kind of tastes like an Oktoberfesty beer, but it kind of just tastes like a lager, like a like a lager style beer. It's pouring sort of an an opaqueish amber looking color. You now you can kind of see right through that. Can you see me? Can you see me through the beer? Anyway, it kind of looks like a apple cider or something like that, or like Martinelli sparkling apple juice. Maybe it's a little bit darker than the Martinelli's sparkling apple juice. Um, for the sake of my palate and for the sake of my, you know, whatever beer tasting judgment or whatever, um, I have not looked at Beer Advocate yet. I have the tab closed and I'm, I bookmarked it and I'm going to reopen the tab and I'm going to look and I'm going to read about this beer after after I taste it, what I'm really hoping for is that I have a juice over here that will actually pair well with this beer. So here's to you. This is the Kaiser. Cheers. Very, uh, very alcohol. Um, the first note that I get from this is that of really high alcohol. If you want to get buzzed or drunk very quickly, the Kaiser is probably the way to go. It's a very strong alcohol flavor. That's that's the overwhelming thing that I get out of this beer is, is alcohol. Um, it's a little sweet, I guess. Um, I don't know. I'm not really getting a lot of like uh, any subtleties from this beer. It does taste kind of like an Oktoberfesty beer. It's definitely a lager. It's a very high alcohol. That's all I'm getting is like overwhelming alcohol, overwhelming, not overwhelming, but some sweetness, maybe like a little bit of like caramely, maybe butterscotchy sweetness in there. But again, it's not like a strong flavor trait. Really, it just tastes like, like Swedish, not Swedish, not like Sweden, not Swedish, sweet-ish. It tastes like sweet-ish alcohol beer. I mean, it definitely tastes like beer, but it tastes like sweetish alcohol beer. It's kind of, it kind of, I'm making the correlation in my head between this and like those vape juices that you vape where it's, where it's like... This is like butterscotch graham cracker marshmallow with butterscotch and caramel and chocolate drizzled on it. And then when you taste it, it kind of just tastes like hot sweetness in your mouth. This is the hot sweetness in your mouth equivalent of beer. This is just sweet beer alcohol in your mouth. <laughs> but clicking over to Beer Advocate, it does actually have a pretty good score. It's rated in an 86, which is a very good score. Beer Advocate themselves have rated it at 86. The general public has rated it a little bit higher at a 94%. They say it is 
outstanding. The description on it is, the Kaiser once said, give me a woman who loves beer and I will conquer the world. Wow, that's... That's actually a really good quote. Give me a woman who loves beer and I will conquer the world. If the Kaiser and his significant other had tipped this bottle, we'd all be sprechen sie Deutsch. We took all that's good in a traditional Oktoberfest, gorgeous deep copper sheen, massively malty backbone, and spicy floral pungent noble hops. And intensified each into this Imperial Oktoberfest. Uh, this first reviewer guy says, dark amber color. Sure, thick white head. That's what I got too. The aroma is sweet. There is a strong scent of toffee. Not picking up any toffee in this. The initial taste is sweet and sugary, but is quickly replaced, replaced by a buttery caramel-ish taste. The beer finishes with a warming sensation as the alcohol dissipated. The mouthfeel of this beer is quite complex. It starts off crisp, but then becomes warm and smooth, as previously stated. The beer warmed, uh, the beer warmed on the tongue at the end. That's a sen that sentence makes no sense to me, even as a beer person. The beer warmed on the tongue at the end. Anyway, this beer was interesting and complex. Oktoberfest. Uh, it was much sweeter than most Oktoberfests I've had, but still fits my style. I would definitely try this again. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not. It's just I, I'm not getting any complexities. One of the things that I, I love about beer, I love about craft beers, is complexity. I love complexity in all things, and so. Uh, I, uh, I'm trying to pick out like any delicate notes in this and it's not, it's alcohol and sugary and Oktoberfest beer. Now I don't have any juices at hand. Let's try this one first. Let's try this gammon juice co the mad dough, because this has like sweet butterscotchy kind of uh, funnel cake flavor to it. So let's give it a shot. Yeah, that is really good pairing. That is a really, really good pairing. The sweetness, like the butterscotch funnel cake of this juice is really bringing out the sweetness of this juice, like of this of this beer rather, even more so. I wanna try it with this other one. I've got some uh, caramelized banana loaded up in the Maru Masa, Maru Mesa RDA, the one we talked about last week. That's like a little tiny little drip tank. Um, Got it on the Lost Vape uh, Therion Dual 18650 DNA 75. Let's give this a shot. Mm -hmm. Both. Both are really, really good. Um, when we were doing caramelized banana, I didn't set out to make like uh, a juice that we could pair with beers, but the caramelized banana from the Epiclouds has been lately like my go-to, especially as we get into the winter months and we're drinking more lagers and stouts and heavier beers, has been like my go-to freaking juice. Um, but that Gammon Mad Dough is great. Caramelized Banana is great. <sighs> Nick from Daily Vape TV, thank you for the suggestion of the Kaiser. I'm going to go eat some Mexican food tonight and I'm going to continue enjoying this. So yeah, let's get back to the vlog. Um, I think next we're going to do some shout-outs. It is shout-out all right, so we got some shout outs to do. Um, this was from uh, YouTube. Someone left this comment on my YouTube that says, hey Nick, you didn't reply to my two emails for a shout out for my mom. Um, just as a heads up to everybody, I don't reply to a lot of shout out requests. Um, if I see shout out request in the subject, or if I start into the email and it says, I wanna do a shout out request, 
then it just goes into my shout out request folder. I don't reply to every shout out request and say, okay, I'll put it in the folder. I don't know. That just saves me time. It just, just know that I, I probably won't reply to him. It just goes into the folder. And then when I get to it, I'll get to it. But this was left on YouTube. Um, shout out for my mom. She is 63 and is a 40 year smoker who has terminal cancer and loves your shows. We watch together. Um, and has give, uh, she has give up the smokes before her cancer. And instead of going back to smokes to help with the stress, um, she could have, it's not like it's going to give her cancer. So she chose to vape. Uh, she rocks a Segeli 213. <laughs> Good clouds, the gold carbon one with the recoil and I do her builds. She, uh, was supposed to be gone three years ago, but she is still standing and fighting. She's a fantastic mom and an awesome person. And I would love her so much. Okay, fantastic person. Um, I love her so much, and so do my kids. I understand that you are super busy. I get that, but I thought you might have given her a shout-out. I don't want nothing but a hello to her. We live in the UK, and she thinks you're a great... <laughs> and has, she thinks you're great and has a soft spot for you. So if you get time to say hello, Louise from the UK, and uh, if you never received my emails, I apologize. My bad. No worries at all. Louise from the UK, you are absolutely shouted out. Sounds like you're a really great person, and uh, Kristen uh, is shouting you out. So just absolutely keep what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, it's, you know, I'm not even going to pretend what it's like to know what it's like to, to have a terminal disease like that. Uh, it seems like you're making the best of it. Just keep vaping. Uh, I, I love that you love the recoil and it sounds like you are very loved by your family as well. So absolutely, you are shouted out. I also get a lot of emails, um, lots of email. I mean, <sighs> lots of emails that are GoFundMes because uh, people want to get their GoFundMe out there, and understandably so. Please understand, I simply don't have the time to, con to to always be shouting out GoFundMes. I can't ask my subscribers to every week be contributing money to a GoFundMe campaign. And I mean, I know that there's a lot of GoFundMe campaigns out there, and they are getting emailed to me. And then they're like, hey, this is my situation. If you could shout out my GoFundMe, that would be great. And my, my heart reaction, my gut reaction is, yes, absolutely, I will shout it out. And then the more I think about it, it's difficult for me to continuously ask my audience and ask my subscribers to be donating money to all these people. Because a lot of my viewers and subscribers are these people. And... It's just something I feel weird about doing, like constantly putting out GoFundMe out there. So with that said, this is a shout out uh, that includes a GoFundMe link, which I will be including in the description. Um, but uh, Heavy Sig, Heavy CG13 wrote to me and said, hey, Nick, it's Kassin Gray at Kassin. Is that how you say your name? Kassin? Kassin? Kaysen Gray, a.k.a. Heavy CG on Instagram, I wanted to share with you that my sister has passed away at the age of 36. She was a bright spirit and loved by so many people. She died from lung difficulties due to smoking. She had COPD and smoked for 15 years or longer. She will be missed, and she left behind three beautiful children and a husband that had been uh, my best friend since we were children. I wanted to ask you possibly to spread her GoFundMe. Uh, her husband is short on money, and we are trying 
and we are trying everything we can do to help. Here is the link. Her name is Joanne Ray Holmes and will be missed very, very much and is deeply loved. Thank you for your time, and I would love to hear from you. Thank you. Sincerely, uh, Heavy CG. So, yeah, this one specifically hit me really hard in the feels. The fact that um, I, I can't even wrap my head around the fact that young people 36 man pass away and and their kids are are left behind you know they're three kids and a husband they're scrambling for money it just really hit me in the feels so i'm going to post a link in the description to your gofundme um if anybody wants to give anything i'm sure i'm sure it would be super super helpful but uh you're you're shouted out, all of you. You are all shouted out. The kids, the husband, you, heavy CG, and uh, obviously, obviously, yes, Joanne. Wherever you are, you are definitely shouted out. So I'll be posting a link down in the description where you can donate if you so desire. I think that would just be a really great thing to do for people. Um, I do have another shout out to do. Ahmed. Ahmed sent me an email a couple days ago, and Ahmed, you have seriously won the award for the longest email in the history, probably in the history of the internet, but definitely in the history of my inbox. This is, I mean, without a doubt, the longest email I have ever received ever. And I read the whole thing. And it's a good thing that I read the whole thing because he does, he did want a shout out. So as uh, Ahmed, I wanted to let you know, yes, I did read your home email. And he wraps it up by saying, sorry for the extremely long email. It was long. I mean, bro, that was the longest email ever. He says, it would be hella rad if you could give a shout out to the large vaping community in Bahrain, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, the UAE, and Qatar. Also, big shout out to my friends Shelby, Nick, and Michael, who've also been huge supporters and who always nerded out about vaping with me. Absolutely. All of that, boom, shout it out for sure. I'm sure I'm butchering the names of these countries, Bahrain, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, the UAE, and Qatar, as well as Shelby, Nick, and Michael, you are all shouted out, as well as Ahmed, you are shouted out as well um, in the future. Let's just keep those emails just a little bit more streamlined, just a little bit, a uh, little bit shorter there, Ahmed. Got another couple quick shout outs to do. A fellow named Mark wrote to me and says, Hey, Nick, my name is Mark and I am not a liar. <laughs> That's actually uh, an inside joke from the Culture of Clouds podcast. Um, if you listen to the Culture of Clouds podcast, you'll get that joke. He says, I'm not a liar. I've been vaping for about a year now and five months of it, I've been cigarette free. A lot of that I contribute to it, attribute to you. I never watched your channel until a good friend of mine told me about your channel. I started watching your reviews and always saw your vlogs being posted, but I never thought I could commit myself to over an hour long YouTube video. Boy, was I wrong. Every Tuesday and Thursday, I look forward to getting comfy and hanging out with my good buddy, Nick Green, for an hour or two. Unless I decide to get caught up on the Culture of Clouds podcast, say hi to Ruby for me. Hey, Ruby, 
Mark, who's not a liar, he says hi. Then it's hanging out for at least three or four hours, LOL. Watching your videos, that's really what you have become to me, a good buddy. You're such an awesome dude, and your passion for what you believe is very refreshing. I've been going through a very rough time in my life lately, and your videos have given me something to look forward to and something to make me laugh and smile again. I sincerely thank you for that. There's too many people in the world who mistake passion for snootiness or whatever. Fuck those people. Keep doing what you do and never change. My passions have always been fish keeping aquariums. Oh yeah, he has a YouTube that is aquariums. And and Mike, Mark, your name's not Mike. It's Mark. That's right. Mark, I love aquariums. I love aquariums. I go bananas for aquariums. Every time we go to the Petco to buy whatever dog food, I am entranced by aquariums and I keep telling myself someday, someday I'm going to have an amazing indoor tropical aquarium. I love aquariums. So I think it's cool that you love aquariums as well. So aquariums and now vaping. Thank you for vaping. Thank you for saving my life. I, I, I had nothing to do with that. Now you, my friend who told me about your channel, uh, I know you said you like to support artists. He is an amazing horror gore drippy artist and somehow thinks he's not that good. I would love for you to check out his Instagram. He's been starting up uh, and give him a shout out. His name is Kevin. And I know he would love a, f he would love to fist you through the internet. Wait, give you a fist bump via the internet. That sounds better. Yeah, absolutely. Kevin, Kevin, bump it. What are you doing? Bump it. I do have one small favor to ask of you as well. My sister is 20 years old and has Rett syndrome. It's very not well known. It's a not, wow, Mark, you type weird. It's a very not well known, a very not well known, very not well known, a not very well known, neurological disorder a lot of young girls and their families deal with and it's very hard to get awareness spread for it i would love for you to read a little bit about it and being that it's october and october is Rett syndrome awareness month could you just let people know a little bit about it even just a link would be awesome absolutely um I looked up what Rett syndrome was, and apparently it gets misdiagnosed. Um, it gets misdiagnosed a lot. It gets misdiagnosed as autism um, constantly, 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 constantly. So what I'll do is here. Let's go to RettSyndrome.org. I'll post the link to this down in the description. Um, it's Rett Syndrome Awareness Month, and. Honestly, before uh, Mark had emailed me, I had no idea what this is. It mostly, I mean, like heavily affects uh, girls, like young girls, and it's a neurological disorder, and uh, it gets constantly misdiagnosed, like I said, as autism, but it's something that's completely different, and uh, yeah, just why not? Share it around, uh, share the information around. Um, I'll put a link, like I said, in the description to rettsyndrome.org, where you can... Uh you can read all about it. Anyway, thank you so much, uh, Mark. You're, yes, Mark, you, of course, get a shout-out as well. Let's do one more. God, let's do one more shout-out. Joseph wrote to me and said, Hey, Nick, my name is Joseph, and I'd like to thank you for everything. I was a smoker my freshman year of high school in 2010, all the way to when I graduated in 2014. Through the help of my beloved... Through the help of... Okay, I can't 
Either I can't read or people can't type, man. Through the help of beloved cousin Devin, we both switched to vaping towards the end of school in 2014. At that point, I began to follow reviewers to keep me up to date on the newest innovations and the latest news regarding advocacy or anything happening to vape-related. However, the day before I moved to college dorm, Cali... Cal Poly Pomona, my mom passed away and I was in an emotional state that I could have never imagined. Without your daily vlogs to listen to and my old IPv3, I wouldn't know where I'd be today. It allowed me to relax and and ease the sense of struggle I was going through. And at that time, uh, with both classes for mechanical engineering and my own emotions. Since then, I was able to help others I met in social to, oh, SoCal to switch and kept my local shop back in NorCal uh, vape affair to stay up to date with batteries, battery safety charts, and everything else given out by Mooch. My birthday is coming up on the 28th of August, so this is an older shout-out. And it would mean the world to me if you could shout-out my local vape shops, Vape Affair in NorCal and Vape Demand in SoCal. Absolutely your shout-out. Do a recent change in the new FDA regulations. They've both been hit hard, and the number of customers coming in are slowly decreasing, a good sum of which were over 18. I consider many who work, I consider many who work at both shops to be close friends, maybe even family. To help their business would be greatly appreciated. Thanks again, Grim. Um, everything you've done, not only for me, but for everyone in this community as well. Keep up the great work. Keep on vaping. From Joseph. P.S. If this gets in the vlog, I'd literally craigasm. I don't know what that means. But, dude, enjoy your craigasm, Joseph. You were absolutely shouted out. So were your shops in NorCal and SoCal, Vape Affair and Vape Demand. Absolutely. You know what I mean? The FDA has... The FDA is affecting the vape industry all over the place. The entire industry is down. It's not uh, exclusive to vape shops. It's companies all over the place uh, are down. Everybody's down. We're down. We're selling less juice than we were before, and that is directly related to the FDA regulations. Or maybe people just don't like our juice. I mean, it sold really good before, but uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, I don't know what I'm going off on this sort of tangent here, but absolutely, Joseph, you are shouted out. That went way too long because I have a whole mess of first impressions to get to. All right, well, let's do some freaking first impressions, dude. I have so many first impressions this week, and scratch what I said earlier. I'm not going to do a retro vaping. What I am going to do is a review for a thing that never got a reviewed. I just realized when I looked at my vlog notes that, yeah, I had a review for a thing that never got a review, but I didn't have a retro vaping. Anyway, the first thing I want to talk about is this iJoy Lux. This is the dual 26650 banger, and it comes with those good iJoy batteries that Battery Mooch said were, oh, just so good batteries. It comes with two of those. It has this weird uh, compartment thing. Uh, I'm not sure if you can buy other sleeves. Like, I can see some screws in here, so I think this base comes out. If you could get different branded sleeves or something, that might look cool as well. But it's got a display on the top, it's got a button on the side, and it's got your up-down adjustments on the top as well. For Dual 26650, it's actually pretty reasonably sized. It's not huge. It's not gigantic. I mean, it feels big and girthy and hefty in the hand, but it's not, uh, it's not 
too big and it's not too hefty and it's not too girthy for a dual 18 or dual 26 650 in my experience dual 26 650 mods have always been really gigantic so i posted a picture of this on instagram and there was some uh there was some uh hmm, some mixed feelings about it let me get to the comments oh my gosh okay instagram someone had no Someone had said uh, uh, G33KinSid3. I don't know what that means. He said, don't bother testing it. Okay. Don't bother testing it too hard, my friend. The output isn't what it says. Even after firmware updates, I find its inaccuracy, start, inaccuracy starts around 100 watts. Compare the wattage you vape at directly with another mod using the same build and atomizer. And you can see where it starts to be inefficient yourself. Hope that helps you. Um, interesting, people said they, uh, this guy says, dude, I really love my Lux mod, but it fucked up on me because I'm assuming some juice got into the buttons. That's weird. Um, to all those curious, I bought this because I thought the battery life was gonna be phenomenal, and it is. There you go. There was someone else talking about, um, Oh yeah, the same guy said, other reviewers have encountered the same issue. I'm unsure if it only affects certain batches or whatnot. I didn't really notice a discrepancy until about 120 to 150 watts, but I nearly laughed at myself pulling 200 watts on it and attempting to do the same on my DNA 200. So evidently it's underpowered. Uh, people are saying that the wattage on it is not what it says it is. Now, again, I'm not P. Basardo, so I don't have charts or graphs or anything to like hook this up to, to adjust it. In my experience, this is a 0.16 ohm coil. I have it set to 81 watts. It's giving me 3.7 volts of power and it's vaping just fine. really very just fine. I have a matte black recoil on top and I'm vaping that Gammon Mad Dough still. It's super good, super tasty. I've really been enjoying this Lux mod. My, my expectations whenever I get something are always really, really low. Like literally everything I get, my expectations are really low. And then as things impress me, my, my expectations go up and up and up. And I got this and I wasn't expecting a whole lot, but it's been really nice. It's been really comfortable to hold. My only gripe with it so far is that if I grab it and I try to pull off my atomizer cap, the whole body comes out. <laughs> That's a thing that happens. So I have to get into the habit of like putting my thumb or my finger over that top cap so I can pop my top off. But otherwise, if I grab my atomizer, this recoil, pulls the hole and then you see the batteries and you go, oh yeah, that's right, I need to do this. Also, it has a raised, slightly raised 22 millimeter 510 connection on there, which doesn't make any sense to me. There is a gap on my recoil. The recoil, the outer housing of the recoil is 24 millimeters and this has a gap all the way around it. It's screwed down nice and tight. And if I take this off, I can see that the atomizer base is sitting flush with the mod, but then there's this little raised lip on the outside. So when I put this on, now I see a gap all the way around it. 
weird. Obviously, like with all my first impressions, I'm gonna spend way more time with this, but I'm surprised at the size. I thought it would be bigger. It's actually smaller than I thought. It's perfect for the way that I vape. I can hold it like this and I can hit the button with my finger. I can see the display. I can adjust it up and down. Dual 26650 has given me loads of battery life. I've been using this, not exclusively, but I've been using it for about two days now on the same batteries, and they're low-ish, but I could probably get another four or five hours out of this if I kept vaping it, but so far I've really enjoyed it. So moving forward from that, the next thing I wanna talk about is this RDA right here. Now this comes from a company called Hoppin' Vape. Hoppin' Vape, and it's called the Rashomon RDA. And they had approached me and they said, hey, what do you think of this RDA? And I was like, mm, eh, from, I mean, they sent me an external shot. They sent me this. It's got their logo and then it's got Kennedy Airflow on the bottom. And I was like, kind of looks like a Kennedy clone to me. I mean, what's unique about it? Well, let me see the deck. Is there anything interesting on the inside? Is the airflow weird or angled or anything? And it's got this really, interesting deck. I'll show you a picture of the deck, but it's got like this graduated like velocity style deck. Like it looks like they took a velocity and kind of like pushed it around a little bit. So the the bottom holes are lower and in and then the outer holes are outward and up. It's it's I want to almost say that it's a little velocity, uh not velocity, a little recoily being that they're higher on the outside and lower on the inside. That's exactly what we did on the recoil deck. So it's kind of like a mashup between the recoil and the velocity style deck. What I love that they did though, was they left plenty of space in the bottom for blowing your juice. I've been popping the top off and painting my coils, quite honestly, but they do have room in there for you to build your juice. I love that they put the screws on the top. So if you have a wide coil in there, like, a fused Clapton or a staple, a frame staple or something like that, you can slide it into these wide slots and these wide screws come down from the top and just secure your leads. It's not like a velocity where the screws are coming in from the side and they end up twisting your coils. This, the screws are wide, the slots are wide, they just come down nice and easy, boom, capture your coils. I had no problem, no problem at all putting this Squid Dude build in here and it's been working it's been working like a champion. The coils didn't get twisted or anything in any way. They say, easy to wick, plenty of space for cotton, bottom airflow. This drip tip is one of the most comfortable that I've ever used. It's just really comfortable in the mouth. If you like the Kennedy airflow, you're gonna like the airflow on this because it is the exact same. I mean, the exact same. It feels nice. It feels like a higher quality RDA. The fit and finish on it is really nice. The O-rings, really nice. The deck, really nice. I'm gonna spend some more time with this, obviously, before it gets into the Tuesday Bro Tuesday queue. But so far, I've actually really been enjoying it. It's machined out of 316 stainless steel. It's got peak insulators, a peak block for a single coil option. It has a, a, a chunky thing that you slam in there if you wanna do a single coil option as well. And you don't have to use this drip tip. It does come with an adapter. This drip tip unscrews. You screw in the adapter and then, whoops, and then you lose your friggin' drip tip. Oh, a DHD cap almost fits in there. I was hoping the threading would be the same, but it's not, but it still kind of fits in there. 
but it's been a really great vape. I've really been enjoying it. The flavor's nice. The performance on these Fuse Claptons is stellar. It was really easy to install, really easy to wick, and all I do is paint my coils and keep them nice and wet. I'm not 100% sure how much this Rashomon RDA is going to cost. I had never heard of it before, and the only place I can find it is on their website, hopandvape.com. You can follow them on Instagram, you can follow them on Twitter, you can follow them on Facebook. They have a VK page if you want to look at pictures of it. Uh, otherwise, you may have to email them, info at hopandvape.com, to, uh, to get your hands on it. There's a contact support news nope there's no shopping or anything i don't know how much it's going to cost if this atomizer costs more than 50 bucks uh i would kind of be like eh, okay yeah maybe not maybe 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 not maybe if it came in like more colors or if there were drip tips different drip tips for it or or stuff like that or if they i don't know i don't know i don't even know what i'm talking about right now but I picture this RDA being around the $50 mark, and I, I see that as being pretty reasonable. Not a huge fan of their, like, V-Gotti ripoff-looking logo, um, but that's that's up to them. That's between them and the V-Gods. So, yeah, it's been really nice. Pardon me, like with all my first impressions, I am going to spend a lot more time with that guy. Um, next thing I want to talk about is this. What? This is the Squape X Dream. So in the past, I've kind of had like an interesting relationship with the Squape. It's never been like my ideal RTA. It just hasn't. I've never really got along with it. I always saw it as being a little bit complicated, a little bit... Uh, why can't I adjust this airflow now? A little bit complicated, a little bit involved, a little bit maybe over-engineered. If I had to describe the Squape X Dream in one word, it would probably be over-engineered. The vape I'm getting from it right now is amazing. I have a dual coil in here, which I'll show you a picture of the deck. I'll show you a picture of my build. It's a 24 gauge Niachrome build. I did about 10 wraps on a two and a half millimeter, came out to 0.3, which they recommend going above 0.7. They say that the Squape X Dream is the best at 0.7 and up. Mine's at 0.3. I'm rocking it at 41 watts on my, uh, which guy is this? Which guy is this? Droid. The Droid uh, single eight, uh, single 26650 DNA75, 41 watts, um, 0.29 ohms. It's a restricted lung hit. Even fully, fully open, it is a restricted lung hit. Wait. <gasps> Weird. I didn't realize that this had single coil. Why is this so difficult to spin? Okay, so now it's on dual coil and before I even take a vape on this, there's juice coming from somewhere. <laughs> and I cannot pinpoint where it's coming from. It seems to be coming from this seam at the bottom. So this deck, I'll show you in a second, it's ridiculous. The deck, you flip the tank upside down and you can pop out the deck, kind of like you would on, on a K-Fun or something. Like you can pop out the deck, fiddle with your wicks, fiddle with your coils, put the deck back in and lock it into place. There's no threading. It's just this like peg lock system. And then there's an O-ring and a little seam down here and juice kind of comes out of it a little bit. It's not flooded. It's not leaky and it's not gurgling. 
but there's juice. There's juice that comes out of the bottom of it. Anyway, like I said, 0.3 at 41 watts. I have this loaded up with Caramel Corpse. Super great vape. Very, very flavorful RTA. The Squape X Dream is delicious. This Caramel Corpse tastes delicious in here. Like I said, I'm not getting any leaking or, I mean, I'm not getting any gurgling or flooding or anything like that, but I will see juice just on the tank in places, not even near the airflow, not near the top, only on the bottom here. I'm going to, let me zoom in and try to show you this. So this is the Squape X Dream. You can see the airflow. You can see the tank. I have a clear cap on the top because I just thought it looked cooler. And this is where I see juice coming out of this little seam right here. It's really bizarre. But look, if I flip it upside down, which I'm going to try to keep this in focus and I'm going to flip it upside down and you twist the whole tank, the deck comes out. See that O-ring right there? I think that's where this juice is coming from. There's my deck with my coils and my wicks, and it's it's very well saturated. It stays nice and saturated in there all the time. Then you have a tank full of liquid here that is just sitting. There's a little ceramic part in there that you kind of have to press into place when you first get it, but that never comes out again. See the four holes line up with these four holes here? That's where your juice flow comes from. So if I line up these little X's or these little notches, and I put this back in. Oh, come on, Squape X Dream. I put those back in. I can click it to that side, and now it's open. Or I can click it to the other side, and now it's closed. It closes off your juice flow. So I'm going to click it to this side, and you can see the airflow opened back up and the juice flow opened back up. And do you see these, these droplets? Focus. You see these droplets of juice? Those just appear from that little seam. I think they're coming from that O-ring, and I don't know what I can do to fix it. But the vape that I'm getting from this, top-notch. Top-notch vape, really nice performance, really nice flavor. It's a bit, even at full open, it's a bit of a restricted lung hit. It's a little bit more open than the K-Fun 5, but it's still, it's not like a sub-ohm tank or like a Clouds Bro Clouds RTA. It's a little bit restricted. I am 100% sure that I will be getting comments from Squape loyalists that are telling me everything that I'm doing wrong with that Squape X Dream. If anybody has any constructive feedback on the build, on the wicking, whatever, uh, let me know. Let me know if you have that same issue with any sort of juice appearing at that bottom seam area. I have no idea. But I got, uh, shit, I got three more things to talk about. Holy crap. I'm sorry, I'm trying to pack a lot of first impressions into this vlog because I'm not going to have a vlog next week and I want to get some stuff out there that has kind of been sitting here for a few days. This, this RDA, this, this RDA that pops open like this, what the build deck on it is. It's one of the dumbest build decks I've ever seen. It's called the EXRDA, and this comes from Steel Vape Tech. Not steel like a thief steals, but steel like the material, like stainless steel. Steel Vape Tech. This is the, what's the name of this? 
The EX RDA. That's the dumbest name for an RDA ever. The EX. It's so generic. There's nothing fun about that. Anyway, it's called the EX from Steel Vape Tech. They do have the slowest website on earth. So while it loads, I am going to show you a little bit about this atomizer. Um, I'll show you some pictures of the deck. It has negative postless holes that your negative leads go into. And then it's got this like almost Genesis style center post where you're supposed to like put your leads in and then clamp them down with like this one big disc that kind of clamps everything down. I couldn't find anywhere on social media where anyone had actually put a build in this on their website, which is still loading by the way, on their website, all the build examples that they have would not fire because their leads are going from negative to negative. I don't know why they have these pictures on their website, but it is going from negative to negative, negative to negative, and then negative to negative in the back. They have a quad coil all fastened in there on the negative leads. It wouldn't, it wouldn't even fire. Looks cool, would never fire. Yeah, they have like this polished, looks like polished flattened wire, and it's going directly from a negative to the negative. That will not fire steel vape tech, it will not fire. So after a lot of yelling and shouting and cursing and obscenities, I finally got a dual coil build in here and it's got four airflow slots, but on the airflow, you can use these holes. So there's holes and then a diamond and then holes and then a diamond. You can use the holes to have a dual coil build, right? So let's open this up to the two holes everything else is closed off. That's for a dual coil build. And then the gimmick of this RDA is that you flip open this top. It makes for a really tall RDA. I mean, this is tall. This is like Pharaoh RDA tall, and there's not even a big deep juice well or a cool deck in here. It's just tall because you have this flip top thing. It's on a little hinge and it's magnetized so it shuts nice, it opens nice, and so you can see your deck. So you can paint your juice on those coils because that's exactly what you're going to want to do. You do not want to just blow your juice through the middle of this because there's airflow holes everywhere and it's going to leak out all over the place. Anyway, I haven't vaped on this yet. I've just put this build in here. I've just wicked it. I'm going to grab some... Juice. I'm going to try out this anarchist purple grape, which I, uh, I don't know. Let's see. Let's see how it goes. I've never been super lucky with like grape bubblegum flavored vapes, but this one, I don't know. Maybe they knocked it out of the park. No one, you can't say that. You can't say anything until you've tried it. So, all right, I got everything nice and wet in there. So let's boom, close the top. Okay, that's actually kind of cool. If your top's up and you're like painting your coils and you just go douche and you just shut it like that, that's actually kind of cool. Uh, 0.15, let's try it at 70 watts. Sure, here you go. EXRDA. Hmm. Wow, this anarchist grape uh, is actually really good. Like really good, like good, so good. I want to put it in something else other than this silly RDA. So the vape I'm getting from it is actually pretty nice. Um, 
I'd like a little more open airflow, but it's fine. It's nice and open and swooshy. It doesn't feel turbulent at all. It's Kennedy style, so it goes in and up at your coils. The deck, though, is a nightmare to build on. I mean, freaking nightmare to build on. If you're watching this steel vape tech, the build that you have on your website, that won't fire because all your leads are going into the negative holes and it's very disorienting to go there and see, oh, well maybe they somehow have weird peak insulators in there and you can go from the what looks like a negative to what looks like a negative and it would be really easy to build on. But no, they have these negative leads and you have to pull your coil around and put it into this little hole and cut your leads. You cut the positive one much shorter than the negative one. Negative one goes in, you can crank it down, you slide the positive one in, you have to turn down this like this with needle nose pliers and clamp it down. It was a struggle, man. It was a struggle and a half. Additionally, I literally cannot stand the way this atomizer looks. It is way too tall. If this had a nicer deck in it, if they just put a velocity style deck in here, and I can't believe I'm saying that, but if they just put through a velocity style deck in here and had dual Kennedy airflow and had this flip top, I would probably enjoy it a lot more. But as it stands, I don't like the deck. I don't like the deck so much that that one negative outweighs all the other positives from this. And additionally, I don't like they cut little diamonds there. Do you see these dumb little diamonds in the mouth and it looks like a face? Why Why are those there? Those are dumb. Those look dumb. It's kind of cool. If I'm being honest, it's kind of cool to flip the top, put some juice in there, flip it back down, and then you can vape it. Much like that other RDA, the Rashomon that I just reviewed, uh, I have no idea how much this costs or where you can even buy it. Actually, the black and white one looks much cooler. The black and white one, even though it's taller, looks much, much cooler. That would look good on my black and white Hexome. Steel Vape Tech, if you're watching this, pimp out the black and white one much more. That one looks so much cooler. And while you're at it, put a different deck on the inside. Um, you can follow them on Instagram, you can email them. I'm not sure where this is being sold, so I'm just gonna post a link in the description to steelvapetech.com. They have a really, really slow loading website, so I would suggest loading the website, go run all your errands, do your laundry, make a sandwich, eat it, and then come back and it should be loaded by then. It's fine, I mean, I'm getting a good vape from it, but the hassle of building on this deck is not worth it. Obviously, like with all my first impressions, yeah, I'm going to spend a lot more time with this before it enters the, you know, Tuesday Bro Tuesday queue, but it is what it is. EX, RDA, you know what I mean? It's a thing. I wish you could flip it open too, like forcefully flip it open, but you kind of have to do like the Zippo trick and, and open up the top cap, whatever. I have too many first impressions. I have too many first impressions. So this is probably not ever gonna get a review. I'm just going to throw it into this vlog just so people know that it exists. This is the Griffin 25 Plus. There's reviews for this around. There's other things for this around. I put a simple 22 gauge that looks like a nine or 10 wrap in there, wicked it all up. I haven't got a chance to vape it yet, 
but that's what I plan on doing now. The deck is their velocity style deck. It's really easy to wick. You don't put the wicks into like holes. It has like more of an open space on the side. So the posts come up and then they come out like this. So you can build your coils and then you have all this room down here. It was really easy to build, really super easy to wick. Um, I'm gonna put some six milligram juice in here. I'm gonna put some six milligram dynamite fuse in here. So I'm just gonna get my coils wet and then I'm gonna fill up the tank and then I'm gonna vape it. Thrilling thrilling entertainment. So like all of the other Griffins, it has a juice flow control system, which you open and close by twisting the tank like this. Once you crank it all the way down, the juice flow is closed, but you can whoop back it off just a little bit and that reopens the juice flow. This top cap does have that top airflow, but thankfully, thank you Geek Vape, they included a flat black Delrin top cap so that I can take this dumb thing off and I never use the top airflow. I can take this dumb thing off and I can put this much cooler, less dumb thing on top. It really, I mean, it improves the entire aesthetics of this tank. Additionally, if you're a person like me that doesn't use that top airflow, then you don't have to. They included it. They also included a ceramic block, a spare tank, a bag of extra goodies, but they included this ceramic block, which if you can get it out of here, works pretty well, you can run it in a single coil mode. So this goes right into those juice flow holes. It go, it's a ceramic block that covers the black back of the RDA or the RTA so that you can build a, a single coil in here if you so desire. But I'm going to fill this tank up. I'm going to close off the juice flow first. Then I'm gonna fill the tank up. I've always been a fan of the Geek Vape products. I think they make good stuff. I've always been a fan of their Griffin, uh, you know, atomizers. I think they've been really good. The Griffin 25 was great. The Griffin 25 Mini was great. So I can only assume that the Griffin 25 Plus is going to be equally as great. Nice, big, swooshy, wide open airflow. That's exactly how I like it. I'm gonna see if there's any sort of bubbles happening or anything like that. All right, let's see how this goes. 0.24 ohms, that's 22 gauge, uh, you know, Nichrome Anarchist wire, 70 watts. Let's give it a shot. Delicious, yeah, freaking delicious. It's not unbelievable, amazing flavor. It's not like Hadley flavor or K-Fun flavor, but it's solid. It's not like scrape flavor, but it's solid. It's it's nice. Um, this is not a juice with a lot of delicacies in it. You know, delicate flavors in it. I want to. I always say delicacies, and I know that's not correct. It's a juice with not a lot of delicate flavors in it. It's a strawberry apple peach. When I vape it, it tastes like a sweet strawberry apple peach, boy. All I'm getting is good flavor, good performance. Uh, my juice level is very gradually dropping, which means that my wicks are staying nice and wet. It's a kind of a honking tank. I mean, it's kind of a honking tank. I've been into much lower profile items lately, and this tank is a pretty freaking honking tank. But I'm gonna keep vaping it. You know what? We'll keep this alive in the vlog only. If you wanna know more about the Griffin 25 Plus, I'll put it at the beginning of every vlog and how it's going. But so far, in my first literal first three vapes have been very nice. I really like the airflow on this. Additionally, I really like the deck and the way that you wick it is super easy. Clicking over to elementvape.com, they have these in stock right now for 33 bucks.
Boom, that's it. Comes in stainless steel and black. I kind of would have preferred the black, but I think the stainless steel looks cool on this Axis Vapes M17. This could probably even stand to have some more wattage put through it. Let's turn it up to 75 watts. Let's live on the edge. Nice. Really good. Really very nice. This is a six milligram juice, which I expected to be much more throaty than it is, but it's not, and I really like this vape. I'm going to see, what I'm really curious about is to see if this leaks. Sometimes I get leaking like through the airflow. I'll see little droplets happening. So far it seems to be fine, but I'm going to keep vaping it and I'll update you guys later on that. So promise, here it is. Last first impressions. Oh my God, we're getting to the end. Watofo released this guy. This is the Chieftain Single 26650. 80 watt device. That's an MXJO 26650. Not all of my MXJO 26650s fit in there. In fact, not all of my 26650s fit in here. The EFests do, uh, the old Sonys that I have do, and this particular MXJO fits in there fine. But the display looks a lot like the DNA. It looks a lot like the DNA, but it is not the DNA. It does 80 watts. It does temperature control. It does custom TCRs. I grabbed out the red one. This is a small single 26650 device. If I'm comparing it right now to this droid, which is also a single DNA 75 26650 device, the Chieftain feels smaller. It is a really compact little single 26650 device. I really like the, the size of it. Additionally, I really like the color of it. This red looks super, super dope. Let's put this guy on here. Let's vape this monstrosity on here. So clicking over to the Watofo site, they've got it in stock right now for about 60 bucks. And it comes in red, blue, black, stainless steel, and green. And the green, huh, the green looks super cool. The adjustment buttons are a little bit wonky. They're really clicky, but it seems like every two or three presses, nothing adjusts. Like I can keep clicking it, and right now it's staying at 50.8, 50.8, 50.9, 51, and then it goes up, and then it pauses again as I'm adjusting it. So trying to get this up to a reasonable wattage could take potentially a little bit of time. My up button seems to be really kind of super, super wonky. So let's just leave this at 67 watts, 0.15. It's that same this RDA. Oh, wow, it didn't stay shut that time. Interesting, hmm, science. But I got that same anarchist grape, uh, grape bubblegum flavor that's actually, that's actually quite nice. Let's give it a shot. Let's see if it fires or gives me, yeah, it shows the battery sag. This MXJO has a huge battery sag. Seems to be working okay, I wonder what, yeah, it's cutting off my voltage uh, pretty heavily. It's dropping it down to, a little under three volts. So it's not gonna give you a weak battery warning like a DNA 75 will, but, and it's just with this MXJO. I know it's the battery's fault, let's swap it. I put a good one of those lime green EFES in there. Oh no, it's still giving me the same, wow, that's weird. Okay, it's dropping it down no matter what. That's interesting, that's, uh, that's interesting. Still, still not, not a bad little vape. I mean, from this little guy getting that much, I mean, it feels like it's giving me enough power, but it's not displaying. Now it's going up to 
3.2 volts, 3.19 volts, 0.15 at 67 watts. Ooh, what's up, vape calc? Well, yeah, according to vape calc, that's actually spot on. A 0.15 at 67 watts, it should be giving me 3.17 volts, and it's giving me 3.18 volts. So, spot on. As much as I really love high-powered mods like dual 26650, dual 18650, you know, low ohms, high watts, I have a very soft spot in my vape life for single battery devices. Like, I love that dagger. I love the Stabwood one that Asmodus did that's a single 18650. I like single battery 80 watt devices because I can run it with something like a scrape or I can even run it with a dripper or I can run it like something like a K-Fun and have like a, a little bit smaller of a device. Like, yeah, comparing this to the iJoy, the iJoy just feels like a brick. This feels nice little compact little guy. Like with all my first impressions, I'm going to spend some more time with the, uh, with the little chieftain guy here. And uh, yeah, I'll report back later, obviously via Tuesday, bro Tuesday, and let you know how this experience has been working out for me. But you know what, Watofo? Good job. So far, so good. So now, after all of those first impressions, let's finally get to a review for a thing that didn't get a review. Reviews for things that never got reviews. In fact, we're going to pop this right here on this Watofo Chieftain because what I'm talking about today is the Watofo Serpent Mini. I used the crap out of this tank for a very long time and then... For one reason or another, it never made it to Tuesday Bro Tuesday. It never got a full review. It never got its time in the spotlight, so to speak. So I've got it on the Chieftain right now. This is a do this is a single coil build. Yes, new coil, 0.26, 76 watts, giving me 4.2 volts. The deck on the Serpent Mini is spectacular. It is just a great, great deck. There's a look at that deck right there. You can see right there, super easy. You just drop your build in. You capture the leads with some little grub screws. It holds it in there. Nice. This is a fuse clapped and I had no problem getting in there. You can kind of wick it exactly the same way as you did the original Serpent. You just put one wick through the middle. You kind of tuck it a little bit into those holes right there, but you don't even really need to do that. It just needs to be kind of touching those holes right there. Sort of, kind of, something like that. It's super easy to build on, really super easy to wick. You just, you put one wick right through the middle, it gets tucked down into those little slots, and that's it, you're good. You can put the rest of your tank on there, and you can fill it up through the very large kidney-shaped juice fill holes on the top. Then you have a top cap that goes on with a 510 drip tip hole. Just a normal 510 drip tip hole. You can put any drip tip you want on there. In fact, the dot mod ones that I have, they fit in there. Oh, perfectly. And look at that. Red and then tank and then red again on top. I loaded this up with some uh, normal view from the Grim Green Signature line. The flavor in the Serpent Mini has always been really nice really really nice it's 25 millimeters around the reason it's the mini normally mini things aren't 25 millimeters around but the reason that it's a mini is because it's shorter it's a shorter profile than something like the griffin look how big the griffin is compared to this thing anyway got it loaded up with normal view from the grim green signature uh 67 watts 0.2 ohms i'm expecting a really good vape Stellar, stellar vape. The flavor is 
fantastic. The airflow is nice. It's giving me nice warm vapor into my mouth hole. And I love, I love that I can put any drip tip I want in the top, even pressure fit drip tips like this one. It just looks cool and it vapes so well. Flavor is glorious. Flavor is on point. Flavor is really delicious in this. Over on the Watofa website, they have these in stock right now for 39 bucks. 39 bucks, sure. I don't know. It's a good, it's a really good single coil RTA. It feels, it, this is strange to say, but in my head, it kind of feels like a dual coil RTA. Like I'm getting such good flavor and such good performance and so much warmth from this tank that it feels like I might as well be running dual coils in here, but I'm not. It's a single coil fused Clapton, just a fantastic vape. If you're looking for a nice warm Clouds Bro Clouds single coil RTA, the Watofo Serpent Mini 25 millimeter it's the way to go. I think it's great. I love it. I'm using it now. I'm going to keep using it. This is just a, just a really, really nice vape coming very highly recommended. Thumbs up. Good stuff. Everything like that. Um, Aliens game. I'm so out of practice with just reviews. If we're playing the Aliens game where aliens come down and take all the vape stuff. Is the Watofo Serpent Mini something I would seek out and buy? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely, yes. I like having a nice single coil RTA. This is, so far in my experience, one of the nicest single coil RTAs that exist. I can run it on this guy. I can run it on this. I could even, I could, this wattage could even stand to come down a little bit. Let's turn this down to like 55 watts. Still just fantastic. I can run this on a single 26650. I can run it at 55 watts, and it's a nice little little travel guy. This is a nice little going out of the house, and I'm going to have some vapes guy. Coming very highly recommended. I don't want this vlog to run too long, so I'm going to wrap that up. Let's hurry up and end this vlog with my favorite comments of the week. So one of my subscribers... I think it was Nico. I don't quite, re I don't remember his name. I'm, I apologize. If you sent me this, let me know in the comments below. Uh, Felon left a comment. I believe it was on a vlog uh, that said, kind of hard to fap to this, but I did. <laughs> what? <laughs> and seven people liked it. Seven people liked that comment. Kind of hard to fap to this. But I did. Um, this one, this seems to be the week of creepy comments. This person left a comment and said, love you, Grim. Could I be super comfortable in your mouth? <laughs> what? Could I be super comfortable in your mouth? I don't know. Uh, that's a road that I'm not willing to go down at this point. Um, this guy, Charles, he just left a really great comment that I thumbs up uh, on one of the vlogs. And he just said, yeah, no, I didn't quit smoking so that I could keep paying cigarette taxes. Yes. Absolutely. That's exactly what they're doing in all of these states, California, North Dakota, these Pennsylvania, these ridiculous taxes. I did not quit smoking so that I could keep paying cigarette taxes. Absolutely. And this one, again, another creepy one. A guy named Chris left this comment and he just said, I'd rather lick your facial hair, groom you like a cat. Mmm. And then a cat emoji. And... That's weird. That's a weird 
That's a weird thing to say. And I don't know if you were trying for comment of the week, but congratulations, you made it. Because you said you wanted to groom me like a cat. That's uh, that's just straight up terrifying, bro. That is just straight up terrifying. So now that we got that out of the way, let's wrap up this vlog. Thank you so much for joining me again, everybody. Let me take a quick look and make sure I didn't forget anything. No. I think we're all good. I'm going to grab my uh, my Chieftain 80 watt and my uh, Serpent Mini 25 millimeter RTA, and I'm just going to have a really great vape. Reminder, once again, next week will be Tuesday Bro Tuesday and no vlog. Then the week after that will be no Tuesday Bro Tuesday, but a travel vlog. And then the week after that, we're going to get back on track. I hope to see some of you at VaporCon East in Richmond, Virginia. This is the last VaporCon that's happening in Richmond, and it really bums me out because me and a couple other guys way back in 2011 started this vape event and I'm I'm terribly sad to see it go and I hope we do it justice and I hope we give it a good send off it's going to be really fun the vapor cons have always been more of like an old school vape event you know like a vape meet not like a trade show it's very old school we all stay at the same hotel we all hang out together 24 7 we just uh, sit and vape and have really good time so I hope to see some of you there um, if not, we'll see you Tuesday for Tuesday, bro. Tuesday, it should be really good times. We've got some uh, eye cares in the queue right now. We got some some stuff leaving, a couple new things coming on this week, so it should be really good times. But that's what I got, everybody. Thank you. Once again, as always, raffle. Fuck. Oh, I forgot about the raffle again. Okay, here's how we're going to do this. We're going to do this raffle. We are going to do this raffle and I'm going to leave it going. So it's going to go one week. Today is October 27th, Thursday, October 27th. This is going to go through Thursday, November 3rd. That's it. We have one week to do this raffle. What I'm going to throw in this raffle is that purple Minikin Kodama. I'm going to throw in a recoil RDA. I'm going to throw in a whole mess of juice. I'm going to throw in some other RDAs. I'm just going to go through all my giveaway stuff. I'm going to make sure that it has at least the Minikin Kodama, um, at least a recoil, and a whole bunch of juice. I'm gonna go through here as well and pick out some RTAs, some sub-ohm tanks, maybe another mod or two. I do have some Watofo Chieftains. I'll throw a Watofo Chieftain in there. This is gonna be a huge prize package. That Minikin, that purple Minikin Kodama alone is worth over $300. So the way that we're gonna do this raffle, it's the same way we did the Culture of Clouds raffle. Go to r2bsmokefree.org. I will post a link in the description. Follow the link to r2bsmokefree.org on the main page, right in front and center. It says, fight the FDA deeming regulations. Click, click here to support the Right to Be Smoke Free Coalition. This is, pardon me, the industry lawsuit against the FDA. What you do after you click on that is you donate money. That's right, this is a raffle, so we will be donating money. You contribute custom amount, and then you click $5. $5 is the minimum, but you can contribute 
however much you want, however much you feel comfortable donating to the one industry lawsuit that is currently against the FDA. They need all the help that they can get. So you can contribute $5. That's the minimum amount you can contribute. Any more than that, you are just a really very good person. And donating more money doesn't increase your chances of winning. When you donate the $5, you're going to get a receipt emailed to you. Forward that receipt to contest at grimgreen.com. Forward that receipt. That is your raffle ticket entry to win this raffle. Cool? Cool. Let me just go over this once again. Today is Thursday, October 27th. In one week on November 3rd, that's the deadline. You go to r2bsmokefree.org and I'll have a link down in the description. You click the banner, you donate five bucks, you forward me the receipt to contest at grimgreen.com and that is your raffle entry ticket. I will use random.org and I will pick a winner and I will announce it in the travel vlog. That's what I'm going to do. In the travel vlog, that's when we're going to announce the winner of the giveaway. Uh, that's not really official. I will personally email the winner back uh, on that same day and say, hey, you won. Uh, I'll need your address for the prizes. Cool? Cool. Wow. That was so much more stressful than it needed to be. But yeah, there's a raffle going on. That's what I got. I'm going to grab this and finally get to editing some video. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. And as always, remember, you don't have to do everything, but you do have to do something. Fight for your right to vape. Vote no on Proposition 56. Let's keep on vaping, everyone. Hey.